Welcome back to uh, another bonus of my offshoot show from The Left is Dead and also the second episode of the OCMA, uh, Oakland County Mutual Aid uh, podcast, which I'll be producing on the side as they continue to record more episodes. This week, I am here with Chaz and Jorge. I, You guys can give your full names if you want. People will know you either way. But... um. Let's talk a little bit about, you know, this is another week of me talking about OCMA. I talked to three members last week and uh, I wanted to get more into it. I wanted to, like I said, I'll be producing this podcast on the side, but I also wanted my audience to hear some of the members. So why don't you two, uh, I guess starting with Chaz, why don't you tell me about how OCMA started, how it grew out of your like river cleanup and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, so hi, I'm Chess. A lot of you know me as Chetty Dangerfield. Um, we we started OCMA uh, back around when the George Floyd protests were happening, and um, a, a lot of organizers from you know the suburbs were were driving down to to Detroit to lend a hand to you know different organizations down there like Detroit Will Breathe and some others. Um, you know during those protests and times, but there wasn't really anything going on in the suburbs. So. Um, we decided that it was time that, you know, something started to happen out here. And, you know, some of the people that are, you know, a big contributors of the problem start, you know, hitting it, hitting home with it. For sure. This place. Um, yeah. And then after that, we kind of, we kind of, you know, went into some mutual aid aspects of, you know, wh what it actually is to be community building and things like that. Uh, we, we did those pullover preventions, which we talked about a lot in the previous episode. I heard, I heard the girls talk about that a lot, um, which is something I think is very, very awesome. It's something I've been trying to do for a while. Um, it's not exactly what I was trying to do, uh, but it's, it's, you know, probably better. So that's what, that's what I really liked about OCMA was the fact that like we were able to all put our heads together and uh, actually, you know, decide how to be productive as a, as a collective rather than, you know, trying to uh, individually make it you know, make it out here, make a difference and uh, actually do something. Right. So Jorge, you were involved early on with Chaz, obviously, um, during like Waterford Action Network and like river cleanups mm -hmm. and stuff. So what did you think about, I mean, you were part of the formation of OCMA is your, what do you think? You know, just tell me about it. Um, so initially it just started off as kind of brainstorming in my head. Um, I've always wanted to kind of start a, I, I originally, I didn't even think of it as mutual aid. You know, I just thought, I just thought of it as communities uh, starting small, coming together, working together and eventually networking out and branching, starting somewhere. And I didn't really ever get that opportunity until I met Chaz because Chaz just knows a lot of people with a shit ton of passion to get shit done. And so when I hooked up with Chaz, it, the brainstorming kind of turned into action. And um, like Chaz was saying, it, <laughs> we had an idea at the start and it, it, it didn't turn out as what kind of what we thought, but it possibly ended up being better because it ended up being multiple things. And now we're just a lot of things besides just one, you know, we, 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 we branched out and now we help in multiple areas 
uh, the pullover prevention, you know, and it, with clothes donations, food, um, and really anything we could possibly help with. Yeah. And that wasn't really possible until we got a bunch of people together, everybody providing their own strengths and such. I'll definitely give Taz credit for talking a bunch of shit and knowing a lot of people. So, <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah. I mean, I literally met Jorge through talking shit to somebody else yeah, about Syrian that's refugees. How <laughs> yeah, that's, that's how uh, we met. That's how we met. I don't care how good happen. I don't care how good things happen as long as they happen, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, um, speaking of what you guys do, you, you mentioned like polar prevention, but you also, I know you participate in protests and stuff like that. So why don't you talk about some of the actions that OCMA is, uh, kind of spearheaded or taken part in and what's, you know, what do you have planned for the near future? Cause <clears throat> life still sucks for most people. Yeah. You want to just start at the, Brazil, the, the beginning, Jorge, like with the George Floyd protests. Yeah, sure. And. You know, what's interesting is I was fairly new to the whole protesting thing around then, too. I hadn't gone to too many. And I think what my favorite thing about doing it with OC was, is, we, like, we never really were politically affiliated. You know, every every time we went, um, we, we were often, by third-party media, looked at as <laughs> uh, democratic, which, <laughs> which I always found super funny. Um, but we, you know, we never ever openly affiliate ourselves with any kind of political party. And I, and so that was interesting. Um, that's, yeah, that's the, like Trump, the neutral, that's aspect. Trump media, dude. That, yeah, you know. it, it was really funny how, just like how many different angles of attack they were coming at with just like, yeah. un, un, unable to like get out of questions. You know what I mean? They're, they're, they're like, so what kind of Democrat are you? Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. That's how everyone was labeled. Now that Trump is gone, it's a very weird feeling. But go ahead. I'm sorry to interrupt. Go on. Oh Jorge. no. Yep. Jorge, did you have more to add on that, or were you? Uh... uh, I found it particularly interesting how we went to these protests combating violence, brutality, and that kind of thing, and we were just looked at as like opposers. You know what I mean? Like you go somewhere. Um, opposing something that kind of seems universally unacceptable and because you're not republican you're immediately you know anything that you're for is immediately shrugged off as you know not a good cause or whatever or ignored altogether right yeah um, for sure I, I mean what else have you go ahead and keep going man go on tell me what else you guys have done you know, you guys have um, done a lot of stuff, so I want it all out there. I, I'd like to elaborate a little bit um, I, I, on the George Floyd protest in, in, in uh, actual particular. Um, my favorite thing about it was these people um, surrounding us in every single direction with cop cars. Like every square <laughs> mile was was squared off in Oakland County. And then we had a, a Democratic, um, you know, member of some weird Democrat party. He was he was actually campaigning at the time when he joined. But uh, we had seen him at other protests before. He actually showed up and hijacked the, the protest. And it's, it's funny to think like that shit happens at like the only, you know, Oakland County protest ever. Because like we knew everybody there. You know what I mean? Like that, that was like a that was like a thousand people of, you know, our friends. So. It was just funny to see them, you know, sh that guy show up and then try to hijack the protest. 
and actually successfully take half of the protests away from us, which was wild. That's um, pretty typical. They do that. The, they did that at like the airports. Um, they did that like Rashida Tlaib shows up at a lot of shit around Detroit. If you show up enough, but she'll only show up for five minutes. That's typical like liberal strategy is to come take over something that they didn't do. Yeah, that's hilarious. And my my particular like what I thought was hilarious about it was just the fact that it happened to us. You know what I mean? And the and the fact yeah. that they also put snipers on the roof, <laughs> looking down at us. Yeah, the suburbs definitely don't know how to react to. Again, um, this is the most comfortable class of people in all of human history. So they right. don't know they don't know how to react to like any minor fucking discomfort whether it be like a small protest in the suburbs or a black lives matter like mastercard ad yeah they just either one never imagine yeah either one makes them equally uncomfortable because it's like this slight pressure on their suburban status and that that's fading because this shit sucks. You know as well as I do. It's like a suburban homeowner. This shit blows. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It it. So the thing is, like, these people see like the outside world slowly, and what well they feel it's slowly infringing on them. So what I think you guys are doing is important because beyond just the George Floyd protests and beyond like protesting police brutality and stuff like that, that obviously you know. Um, it was explained in the last podcast, you guys are leftists, so it's, that's obviously important. But at the same time, you do do things like food distribution and uh, taillight, you know, like the pullover prevention and stuff like that. Talk about how that kind of like helps you reach out to uh, really non-political people or people who wouldn't, you know, be on board if you said the word socialism. Yeah, man, that's that's. I think that is where our group shined with, with the pullover prevention was with actual community outreach was mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> one of the things I told our group from the very start, you know, I'm, I'm Marxist Leninist. So like I have, you know, a very set ideal set that I, you know, I want to follow this, you know what I mean? And one of those, mm-hmm. one of those principles is if you are going to do community work, you better be making friends in that community. Like if you are going to go provide a service to someone, you better be talking to them and asking them what they actually need. You know what I mean? And I think that's why it's important. You start within your own community too. It's because you're from there and you, you know, you have a fucking basis to relate with. Yeah. That that was one of our concerns with the other group in Waterford that, you know, was formed like the, the, the reason we actually formed our group was to combat this other group kind of, um, you know, their their white savior mentality. Yeah, it was a call to arms at first. You know, it went from yeah. brainstorming, then all the shit hit the fan, and we were like, "Yeah, no, we need to go now." Yeah. <laughs> well, wasn't the other group? It wasn't the other group like gentrifiers who moved down to Detroit and then came back up here. Yeah, well, well, they were they went and left high school and went on a missionary trip to Africa, and we all oh, know okay. as leftists how those go. It's it's you know just the white savior mentality. So um, when she came home and and started a protest, she had no black leadership and she was working with the police. And that was like a big no-no for us as as organizers when she came to us and asked us for help. 
organizing this event and she's like yeah. yeah we've already talked to the cops and we've already cleared it and all this stuff and i was like wait hold on you've talked to the cops and i was like yeah i won't be involved <laughs> if you talk to the cops it's as simple as that <laughs> and yeah, yeah that, that spiraled the older thing but that's that's what these people have is like an example out here and we couldn't let that slide you know for there's, sure there's there's principles <laughs> that need to be upheld so that's what was really cool about the pullover preventions was actually going to the neighborhoods and making friends like our, our events like had food they had, you know, literature. They had stuff. Yeah. We were hanging out with people. It was like a fun day in the park when we were. Doing I feel like everything we tackled was so universally needed, as well as the way we tackled it. It just seemed friendly, I suppose. It, you know, like. Yeah. It I worked. Think, yeah, I think that's definitely <laughs> good. I think it's definitely good to have like a a community, fucking outreach program. That's what a lot. Of, <laughs> um, a lot of like progressive organizations like you see identity politics like clouding their ability to reach into communities and shit like that so it's good that you have an actual outreach program that reaches people who wouldn't necessarily be politically inclined to you otherwise um what has uh your organization basically started i don't know as covid was hitting the fan what have you guys done during covid uh We've, <laughs> how have you adapted what or like what kind of public fucking you know what kind of public outreach have you done so during a COVID, good percentage of our group attended a medic uh right. training program yeah, we did. We did. Um, just to become more knowledgeable with the general aspects yeah i forgot that was in my house yeah it, it was yeah, <laughs> yeah that was yeah, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, a lot of OCMA members are actually street medic trained uh, to be first responders. If something were to happen, um, we should be able to get you to the ambulance alive. Um, For sure. Which is which is a very a, a very cool feature to have as you know um, something you can say about an org. I think there's definitely room for a lot of that, and there's room for um, with COVID now. A lot of the people fell for like the reopen the state bullshit <laughs> and stuff like that. I think there's room yeah. for like leftist organizations, especially in the suburbs, to be like, no, we want more unemployment. We want fucking mortgage forgiveness or things like that. You know? Yeah, there, yeah. There's like, we know that there's going to be a housing crisis coming soon. Like anybody with half a brain. Yeah. God be- damn it. This fucking <laughs> piece of shit house. <laughs> I know, dude. Like my house is gonna go to shit, and they're gonna like jack the prices up again. It's yeah. It, it's it's gonna be bad soon, and we've we've been we've been doing what we can to prepare for it. Right now, we've been working with local shelters and trying to work with you know, getting uh, a few homeless people into uh you know shelters if 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 we can or whatnot. There's a uh, there's a shelter we did some uh, clothes delivery to, that is um, it doesn't require you to be clean to join. And it's but, the only one in yeah. Oakland County that, yeah. that is like that. So mm-hmm. we've been we've been trying to like we gave them actually to capacity what they needed. Uh huh. Nice clothes. They were wow. like, hey, yeah, don't bring us any more because we don't need it. Cool. So that, <laughs> yeah. that was pretty cool. And that was also, pretty neat. We also did a food drive, and uh, we are still working on a couple of other hot food delivery systems. And I know uh, a couple of members of OCMA have actually done hot food deliveries uh, for different orgs yeah. around the metro detroit area um oh, uh, shit. <laughs> yeah so so for as for covid um we've been uh, you know doing what we can to hunker down uh but there has been talks of like 
how Vietnam had sanitation stations on the street. There's been talk of like trying to get that going and uh, see if we get like a government grant to actually get that going. Um, That'd be, yeah, that's a, well, yeah, that's a lot, man. That's a lot mm-hmm. more than I realized. I'm just producing the podcast. So, <laughs> yeah. like, like, Jorge really said, like Jorge said, OCMA it's a became, lot of people like, coming together, though. Yeah, it became yeah, something like where you, you think of something and then you pull the fucking trigger. Right on. Right. So I guess uh, I my last question really is just fucking, you know, you guys spoke about it earlier. You're accused of being Democrats no matter where you go. What are your plans <laughs> under the fucking Joe Biden administration? Go just as hard, if not harder. So I did want to talk about the opposition that we saw a couple of times. You know, we yeah, really go get for to it. talk about. Because uh, I want to talk, talk about what it's going to be like under a fucking Democrat. You know what I mean? Right. People think you're going to go away. So to talk about right. that, we kind of got to talk about what it was like under a fucking Republican. <laughs> um, right. Under Trump, dude. We had that MAGA dream cruise, and I know the girls talked about it a little bit last time, but no one got mm-hmm. to really elaborate because uh, I was running security detail. Um, no one really got to elaborate on the type of opposition that we saw. So it was honestly pretty hilarious. Um, like the second that we roll up, it's like quite <coughs> clear that like there's a spot where we ain't going to be allowed to go. <laughs> um, and then because the Trumpers have got this whole, right. you know, parking lot, you know, you can see the yeah on both sides of the road too yep mm-hmm. so we we set up like right next to them you know tactical distance away and uh you know just as soon as we got there the people that were sitting next to us just started like being combative uh we had boomers coming up to us like fucking like screaming in our faces and shit there's a couple of pictures and videos yeah, online quite literally face to face especially with jazz yeah i think there's audio in the intro yeah. Um, uh, uh, is that yeah. from that? Yeah, I think so. That's I gotta amazing. tell you, they're the fucking—they're the most comfortable pieces of shit. Oh my god, and, <laughs> and and it's hilarious because like this this boomer rickety ass old man is walking up on me, right? And I'm like wearing body armor because I know where I'm at. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Michigan. Yeah, he's People walking up. Remember on that me. listening to this, and in the United States, it's just cool to have a firearm. Yeah, it is. And this guy walks up on me like the OK Corral, like, you're not welcome in these ports type beat. And he's just screaming in my face and, like, acting like he's going to do anything. And the second that I, like, didn't back down, he, like, ran away to his friends. And it's so funny to, like, see these guys, like, play this big puff your chest act and then never do anything about it. Because we saw it there. And then we saw it when we actually protested Trump being here at the airport. Yes. why they support trump they want somebody to fucking tell they want to be able to tell on you dude they love it that's That's what that's like that's their whole obsession with free speech on the internet they're just like i wish i could tell on you (laughs) like if only i could tell on you and my fucking people were in charge of the internet it's funny you say that because like when we were at that trump uh the the airport thing we were getting like escorted by the the secret service trump secret service they were kicking us off the street and that is the only time this boomer felt like the strength in his balls to like come touch me and he yeah because the mods were there yeah the The fucking mods were there the mods were active (laughs) Uh, you can see that the mods were online so it's time to fuck with people 
That's all it is. That's all oh. they fucking want. That's what they want for their whole fucking life is like, hey, mod, uh, admin, help. Yeah, <laughs> and their their free speech is spoon-fed too. Like the opposition that I ran to that wasn't necessarily violent, but they had a camera in my face and they legitimately were asking me how much Antifa paid us to be there. You know, and I was, I just was genuinely confused because I'm yeah, like, yo, they're you, fucking you, you rude. <laughs> you think Antifa is paying us to to protest violence, man? Like you really? They're the biggest know. fucking it's, rubes on the planet. They literally—it's you know, regurgitated look, rhetoric, is what you know it what is. That is. You know what that is, right? That is simply that, like, they don't have the strength <laughs> to like come up with something themse- themselves. <laughs> like they can't. They could never muster up their own. Yeah, path. they so don't that, have right. anything. It's just like they I could said, never see they want to tell on our own will. Yeah, like they, they, they want to fucking so much. <laughs> they stormed the Capitol. And when they got like tear gas, they were crying and they're like, Hey, I got tear gas. I got tear gas in the revolution. Yeah. Like, dude, what the fuck do you think this is? Like a game? Like you just went into the halls of power, you fucking dipshits. Yeah, you know, they called it a revolution and then cried at tear gas. I'm yeah, exactly. Not. They're fucking losers. All they want is like different fucking mods. They just want a fucking admin to step in and like ban fucking OCMA ban this fucking podcast ban shit they don't like they're fucking losers they're and then they pampered. scream about freedom when it happens to them and it's so fucking funny it's funny too that like they're so pampered that they don't understand that like oh the nfl like says they're cool with gay people it's because like the majority of america is cool with gay people man like yeah. they're gonna watch this and the nfl wants to make sure they're still profitable they're not going to come yeah. out hard anti-gay for no reason absolutely right? or like anti-black lives matter anything like that you know like anything have, that maximizes profits in capitalist america yeah that's the thing like they see it as like this fucking grand collusion between like <laughs> the left and then like these corporations who are just like oh you know the majority of people don't support police like blowing people's heads off for no reason you know, I think that we'll fucking market this. Right. Like I, I got an ad from Wells Fargo about like supporting black businesses. And this was the company fucking that had to pay the SEC for setting up fake accounts for their customers like two years ago. Yeah. yeah. It's fucking hilarious that people think that like Man. any group like you is in coordination with some international bullshit like this. Yeah. Like we would pay for Fortnite. <laughs> I'll take Chinese money. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, at like, this point, financial aid would be much needed, but, like, you know. Send us a line, bro. <laughs> if President G wants to put us on the radio in China, it's like one million listeners guaranteed, so I'll take that. <laughs> um, <laughs> at least there's at least one million people listening to any radio station, so it's all good. But yeah, I I definitely think that it's good that you guys are fucking showing opposition to the Democrats too. Cuz this it, this shit's going to suck. They've already negotiated themselves down, you know. <clears throat> yep. And I think it's definitely going to take a group like uh this one and a lot of other ones too, like a lot of the more like militant fucking groups in cities, but also this suburban outreach that you guys are doing. I think it's important because it shows that like Again, under a Democrat, your life does not fucking improve. No. Not in the slightest. Nothing fundamentally changes. No, I don't fucking know. The only reason I know Trump's not president right now is because it's not on TV. 
exactly. I like, literally do. He just disappeared. Doesn't matter which side <laughs> of the bipartisan party you're on when you're in a crumbling capitalist society. It no, I, yeah, Trump just disappeared from it the news, work. and I still have to fucking like claim my unemployment. <laughs> you know, it doesn't fucking really right. matter. So, so yeah, never did. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm glad you guys are fucking at least spreading the message to get it out yeah. there. This shit sucks either way, you know? There's so nobody there's, coming yeah. for us. So I, I will I will speak a little bit more about what our group is, like, about to start doing. Um, yeah, for sure. We, we are going to start doing some, some online readings, and like I said, I am ML. Um, so we, going, we are going to be doing a lot of, like, audiobooks basically that accompany like a video um and it's just going to be us reading you know maybe daily or something like that or maybe weekly uh whoever's willing who whoever's willing to read something that they read that spoke mm-hmm. to them about what's going on right now because like everything is so identifiable um you know through through system of pattern you know what i mean like you, you, you right. can see how these things yeah. are going to play out it's not that it doesn't take like a rocket surgeon to see how things are going to happen. Like rocket I said, well, yeah, dude. I got to be doing rocket yeah. surgery to figure out that the housing market's going to fucking crash after this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Operating on rockets. Yeah, dude. It's like operation for rockets. Yeah. And doing it digitally makes it easy to archive it as well as make it open for people who are a little more afraid of meeting in person or whatever. Yeah, and not of, everybody, t- you know, like, the pandemic. Average- this has been like a problem in leftist community i i won't get too far into like what's a problem with the leftist community but it has been a problem within the leftist community that like a lot of people haven't taken the time to actually you know get theory and even just like a fucking you know basic understanding of one you know what i mean um and and that's what can leave you like faltering on weird shit you know what i mean like you'll you'll, sure. you'll read an article and you'll be like well i feel this all of a sudden and then you're like well you know in your head you know it doesn't really fit you know what i mean because i've fallen for bullshit you know in, in yeah my younger, I've watched. In my, yeah in my younger years and you've had to tell me even and you know i'm glad i'm thankful that i had a leftist like watching me because <laughs> <laughs> things could have ended up differently and that's 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 like just the honest truth of what it is to live out right here. yeah you'd like the constitution when i met you mm-hmm. that's it's fucking that's just stuck that's for the birds. Dude. Yeah, it sucks ass, dude. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> and, and it's so funny because like cops is what brought me to the, you know to what I'm doing today. Like yeah, oh yeah. Brutality is what and police morality in general, you know. And then you know I, I me, eventually well, started. Let me say this one thing that I like about you guys is you fucking point out the one thing that everybody in like this county has in common. And it's running and it's coming in contact with the Oakland County Sheriff or the Waterford Police Department. Yeah, we're mm. up there in like the top five in the country for for DUIs. Right, everybody's <laughs> running with the police department and the Oakland County Jail at some point, basically, or had a family member, especially after like the opiate epidemic and shit like that. Yeah, either we're all delinquents yeah. or we're over police. It's one or the other. Can't yeah, putting yeah. pressure putting <laughs> pressure on the police department is definitely like a, a common fucking annoyance <laughs> for everybody at the very least. If yeah. not, like, a total hindrance on their fucking life. Yeah, you don't got to make yourself, like, an enemy of the state like I have. But, you know, it's good to, like, be a thorn in their side when you can. You can just share a universal hate for them. They don't <laughs> no. fucking do anything. You know, like, they, don't, they don't do their own fucking jobs. So. It's not that hard. Yeah. To, to, to see through their bullshit, honestly. 
and everybody's dealt with them at this point. So I definitely think it's a good pressure point to fucking keep on. Yeah, and and that's another thing that OCMA is looking for in the future is uh you know there's a couple of people working on individual projects. One of these is um the Detroit. Um, yeah, everybody's passionate about something in this group. Yeah, that's what's great. Everybody's got like a, something they're working on and wants. You know, like yeah, we got yeah. our ideas. Everybody in this group does. So, the so these police, interviews will be good so that yeah. everybody can share. The Detroit Police Department <laughs> actually like released um, a list of Detroit officers who have been caught lying under oath. So the last mm-hmm. prosecutor that was in office, OCMA actually put pressure on by protesting in front of the courthouse, you know, outside her job um, to actually release a list of names of Oakland County officers who have been caught lying under oath. And all they did was blow us off and act like no such list would ever exist. And... Get rid of fucking yeah. Mike Bouchard. Mm-hmm. That guy's a menace. He's a fucking, yeah, fucking French Lebanese motherfucker. It's not racial in any way. I just like identifying people. It's funny. <laughs> he's, he's an odd <laughs> one for sure. He's, he's he like... fucking sucks, and he's been here forever. And I was so happy when fucking L. Brooks Patterson died. That yeah. fucking wasp piece of shit. Pile <laughs> <laughs> of fucking white garbage. That's I was so happy funny. when he died. I was hoping that Mike Bouchard would fucking go down without him, but he survived another election. So get rid of that fucking prick. That's what's funny is like, yeah. everyone forgets that like, we're going to grow up and like, these things are going to happen to us, you know, our generation. And we're going to know these fucking people in office and we're going to know these people like, you know, doing these things and if we put yeah. this pressure on now we are doing the utmost to mentally to prepare these people for what's to come if they don't you know start taking us seriously for sure so it's it's pretty cool to like you know be a part of something so big that's happening so quickly um i i feel like it's big um it's 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 a small amount of people in the grand uh, scheme of you know how many people are in this town but it's a small amount of people that care a whole hell of a lot. And you guys have obviously done a lot. So I'll just let you, I don't know. Do you have any closing comments? Um, uh, well, we'll be starting to Twitch stream. Let's announce that. Yeah, we're going to definitely be working on that. Soon. Yeah, watch uh, for Chaz and I on fucking Twitch to do something. Hey, out to the chat. We're, we're open to suggestion <laughs> of games to play while we're talking shit. Yeah, please. Message Chaz <laughs> games to play. Yeah, if you guys want to see us play some like <laughs> cool trendy games, we'll do that. Jorge, do you do you have anything to yeah, say? Yeah, anything else? Uh, I mean, I I don't know. I guess just the fact that we've done so much with you know with what little we've had available to us absolutely um, we, shows how much more we'll be able. To... I I mean we barely even touched on it in this podcast. I feel. Yeah, I definitely think the more you spread the message, the better, you know, the more you guys, you guys have grown a lot. Uh, I think there's a lot of potential and I'm happy to be a part of it. So yeah, we're at least I can do this. Yeah, we're glad that you handle the logistics of a lot of things that were too uh, caveman-y to do. Yeah, <laughs> no worries. um yeah and i would just say in closing that you know keep an eye on ocma uh they're they're doing good things if you guys have any recommendations or you know suggestions or anything ocma is always open to suggestions and we are always open to helping people out with their individual projects 
Um, if you have an idea on how the town could be better, honestly, hit us up and we'll we'll work with you and try to figure out what we can do. All right. Well, that was Taz and Jorge, and um, this is the second episode of the OCMA podcast, and a bonus episode of The Left is Dead, and we will be there. A couple of sounds that I really like, or the sounds of a Swiss